You're listening to the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast, where we discuss current events, social issues, religious trends, and noteworthy news from a biblical perspective. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in to the newest episode of the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Soker. This episode is being released on February 15th, 2024. And this week, we're talking about a controversial Super Bowl ad from the group He Gets Us. This commercial shows various people washing the feet of others, many of whom are usually depicted as being at odds with one another in our society. The commercial ended with these words being displayed across the screen. Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. The subtle, or not-so-subtle, message was that followers of Jesus need to welcome and accept everyone, including those who seek to obtain abortions, those who portray themselves as being transgender, and more. And if they don't, then they are guilty of hate. There are some very strong opinions about this ad, and I want us to consider some points about this today. For links to the story we're talking about, as well as other related materials, check out the show notes for this episode at plainbibleteaching.com slash podcast slash 02-15-24. Now for our story this week. Pro-life advocates criticize Christian groups pro-abortion Super Bowl ad. From Life News. Some leading pro-life advocates are not happy with a Super Bowl ad that appeared to justify abortion. During the big game last night, one of the ads sponsored by a Christian group shows people in various settings washing people's feet. The ad is meant to convey the biblical principle of Christians serving other people as service to the Lord. One of the situations depicted is an AI photo showing a woman washing the feet of a woman outside an abortion business that the ad misleadingly labeled as a family planning clinic. Some pro-life advocates criticized the ad for making it appear that it was endorsing women getting abortions, which kill unborn children and violate biblical pro-life principles. Others say the ad merely calls on us to follow Jesus' command to love our neighbors and people regardless of who they are and what they do. So in that excerpt, they describe the two main interpretations of this ad, particularly as it relates to the image outside of an abortion clinic. Some believe that it was endorsing, or at least accepting, the practice of abortion. Others believe it was merely emphasizing the command for us to love our neighbor. And regardless of what the intentions were of the group who made the commercial, people can come away with different interpretations of the message that they saw. They could have intended to convey message A, but people take away message B after watching it. So today, really, I'm not going to go into the He Gets Us group and what they meant by this message. More, I want us to think about the idea that people have from this, the idea of foot washing, what Jesus did or what he accepted, and what he endorsed or didn't endorse, and how Christians view certain groups like the ones depicted in the ad. First thing I want us to talk about is this. Jesus washed the disciples' feet. This is the first point to remember. Jesus didn't go around from town to town washing people's feet. He didn't have some sort of foot-washing ministry or anything like that. Notice what the text says. 
Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Right off the bat, we see that he did this for the disciples, the ones he already had a close relationship with and the ones who had fellowship with him. Then after correcting Peter's objection to to Jesus washing his feet, Jesus explained why he did this. Notice what it says in John 13, beginning in verse 12. So when he had washed their feet and taken his garments and reclined at the table again, he said to them, Do you know what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I gave you an example that you also should do as I did to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, nor is one who is sent greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. He did this as an example for them, not to wash everyone's feet, but to wash one another's feet, the fellow disciples. And somewhat to say that this foot washing advertisement is just about serving others, but Jesus' example is not just about serving. It is about accepting one another. Again, in the text, it says that these were his disciples. They were followers of Jesus. They called him teacher and Lord, those who respected him and those who respected his word. Later in this chapter, he told them to love one another as he loved them. So, yes, Jesus washed feet, but whose feet? His disciples, those who respected him, those who respected his word, and it was an act of service that implied closeness and fellowship with one another. Second point, Jesus was compassionate, but he still called people to repent. Ads like this and messages that are similar to it present the idea that Christians are to accept everyone, and a sign of acceptance is service, that you serve other people, you accept other people. That's the subtle message behind an ad like this. And to many people, Jesus is the ultimate example of this. They believe that he accepted everyone, therefore he came to serve them. Yet this involves a common misconception that people have, that love equals acceptance. If we empathize with someone, then that must lead us to affirm whatever lifestyle, behavior, or delusion that they have adopted. Jesus was compassionate, but he also called people to repent. Foot washing is mentioned once in the Gospels, but Jesus' teaching about repentance is found repeatedly in the Gospel accounts. One example of this is the woman who was allegedly caught in adultery. She was brought before Jesus and accused of committing adultery. There was no proof. She was allegedly caught in the act, but the man that supposedly she was with was not brought. The mob wanted to unlawfully put her to death. Notice what the text says. But when they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones, and he was left alone and the woman where she was in the center of the court. Straightening up, 
Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go from now on, sin no more. Notice that Jesus did not say, Go and from now on, be merciful to others. Or, Go from now on, don't judge others unfairly. He told her to go and sin no more. Now, I'll link to an article in the show notes that goes into this passage in greater detail. But the point is that even when Jesus was showing compassion and protecting this woman from her lawless accusers, he still called her to repent. Jesus said elsewhere, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Number three, we are to do good to others, but that does not mean we affirm their sin or their delusion. Paul told the Galatians, So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. As we noticed at the beginning, Jesus washed the disciples' feet, not everyone's feet, but the disciples' feet. And this was an example for the disciples to serve one another based upon their closeness and the fellowship that they had together. However, we still have opportunities to help others beyond that group, and we should take advantage of those opportunities according to our ability. And if we're going to try and take the gospel to others, we need to recognize that the gospel is a message of repentance. Notice what Jesus said in Luke's account of the Great Commission. He said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. And when that gospel was first preached on the day of Pentecost, notice what Peter told the crowd there. Acts 2, beginning in verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brethren, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. When Paul was in Athens, preaching on Mars Hill, he said this, Therefore, having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now declaring to men that all people everywhere should repent, because he has fixed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, having furnished proof to all men, by raising him from the dead. If we really want to help others, we need to call them out of their sin, not keep them comfortable in it. So in summary, yes, Jesus washed feet. It was an example of service to those who shared a common bond as his disciples. And yes, we are to do good to others who are not his disciples as well, but the ultimate way that we do good is to help lead them out of their sin, just as Jesus came to do. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening to the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast. I hope you found this to be interesting, informative, and helpful. For links to the story we talked about, as well as some other related materials, visit the show notes for this episode at plainbibleteaching.com slash podcast slash 2 1524. If you have a moment to rate and review the podcast or share it with others who'd be interested, that is always appreciated. 
And if you're listening to this, remember that we also upload video versions of the podcast to the Plain Bible Teaching YouTube channel. So if you prefer to watch this on video, then that option is there for you. And if you are watching this on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe to the channel so you can see the other videos that we post here from time to time. And if you see a news story or have some topic that you think would make for a good discussion here on the podcast, send that to me at andy at plainbibleteaching.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Plain Bible Teaching Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. Also, be sure to sign up for the Plain Bible Teaching Weekly Newsletter. This free newsletter will be delivered to your inbox each Friday with articles, podcasts, videos, sermon outlines, and more. Visit plainbibleteaching.com to subscribe today.